This is Kevin Campbell and you're listening to Chewing the Cud with the Irish Toffees. Come on, you blues. Welcome along, folks, to the next episode of Chewing the Cud. And today we're going to look back on the great away win against Leeds on Wednesday and look forward to tomorrow night's game away at Old Trafford. Another hard one. Uh, today we're a couple of men down, Collie and Richie, or Collie and Chris, excuse me, can't make it due to work commitments, but we've drafted in uh, a couple of replacements. Uh, first up is uh, Dean O'Reilly, who is, he's my son. But a lot of you will know Dean. Uh, I see Dean plays the opening uh, tune to our podcast, The Dead Cars on the Electric Guitar. So, welcome along, Dean. Thanks for having me. No problem. And... Also, I'd like to be joined by another Irish Toffees member uh, and Irish Toffees goalkeeper, Jerry Gavigan. Afternoon, Jerry. Evening, Joe. All things. All good, all good. I'm glad that Chris isn't here, actually, because Jerry saved Chris's penalty when we played at Goodison. So, all good. And, of course, I'm joined by Richie. How are you, Rich? I'm good, Joe. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the uh, latest game. Uh, Richie, we spoke last week that after the horror show against Newcastle players had to show a little bit of reaction and just, just show a little bit of spirit and my God, they showed that on Wednesday night. Yeah, it was it was everything we didn't get against Newcastle. Um, yeah, Carlo called them out about being lazy, black and fight and so on and definitely got the reaction that he wanted. The, the energy and the effort shown in the first half especially was just top drawer, you know, against a side that work as hard as Leeds that we we matched them in it in every department and you know and used our quality as well. Um, it was such such a turnaround and such a difference from what we've seen just a couple of days earlier. Um, and look, I suppose now that we've we've seen it in patches before and and the level drop, but it's about kind of getting that consistency, making sure that that's the that's the minimum standard every day we go out and turning that into. I suppose as consistent as we possibly can be with it, because it, I won't say it was near perfect, but it was a brilliant performance all around. And the first half, especially, was what was it was a brilliant reaction from the from the horror show on on Saturday. Yeah, it was basically yin and yang, Dean, wasn't it? Like the, the Newcastle performance was just horrific, but the shift they put in on Wednesday now was just totally different. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really show like that much. Passion, you know, Seamus came out after the game and said that pretty much the performance against Newcastle wasn't acceptable, acceptable, and that he was making it his mission to really turn that around for this game. And you know what, the boys pulled together and they really put it in shift against Leeds. You know, a very, very hard work inside. You know, if you watch some of the games, um, yeah, also talks about you know trying to avoid you know uh, it almost being like a basketball match where it's end to end stuff. Um, but that's that's the type of side that they are, you know, very attacking, um, can score a lot of goals, but you just need to defend well. And in fairness to the boys, you know, they they played well, put a put a shift in at the back. Um, Mason Holgate was he he was man of the match, wasn't he? Uh, he was he was fantastic. Um, and obviously Olsen as well with uh, with his performance, which I'm sure we'll we'll mention a few times. But yeah, just a really solid defensive performance. Yeah, I think that's what we asked for, Jerry. Wasn't it just a bit of, bit of blood and guts? And you, kind of, you have to play that way against Leeds because, like Daniel said, they'll just add it all the time. Yeah, pretty much that talk of Jesus, I mean, uh, if anything, I think the pitch 
against them because they're fast-growing football. They seem to slip an awful lot more than we did. You know, I know a lot of our players slip as well, but I think we just position quicker than they did. And the way that we play is one-on-one with, with their players. Put pressure on them. They couldn't play the quick pass that they do. They made a lot of mistakes. And they led to the first goal really with uh, Charles being the right place up with the player. Passing ball in by Andre. And then Lucas Dean, obviously, you know, top of the list for us. He was absolutely brilliant. Pinpoint cross, guilty for one right place at the right time. Like, uh, if you wanted anybody to finish, it would be him. So, a great start. I think that gave us the confidence to move on better at it. And of course the defence was what actually won us the game because you know DCL had a couple of chances where they'd be on top top form where they put away, especially the one the second half where he buried the game. No, but you know, talk about Olsen absolutely fantastic, Godfrey, Mina, the whole lot of them back brilliant. So uh, yeah, I think well well deserved game. Yeah, I think we spoke about Olsen last week. Rich coming in to pick where he was injured and he listen, he was there was one stage down he made three saves one after the other. It, like in the one move. It was just it was just class. And it's great for defence to have somebody like that behind you. Like I'm not uh, again, we're not gonna get into bash and pick for this. It's been done so many times, but he just seemed so much more assured when Alton's been left behind him. Yeah, it was really calm, some fantastic saves. That triple save, um, you know, just uh the, the, the speed that he was able to, to recover, you know, and to go again. And again, not to kind of make it about Pickford because, you know, he deserves the credit for it. But I suppose that's where he's kind of been erratic, where there's been a couple of scrambles and he's made a couple of saves and that's when the head goes. But right after that is they had another kind of chance, only probably 20, 20 seconds or so that the ball was recycled and they went again. And, you know, it's just to stay calm, stay composed and to make that save. And, you know, it, it was just so reassuring, you know, even again, kind of come and take a cross and just kind of take this thing out of the game. Made a couple of, made him look simple, I suppose. He's a big man, so, you know, he's able to get up, touch him over the bar and makes him, makes him look a lot more comfortable than, than, than they can be. Swell on a slippy surface, there was some, some kind of shots and just kind of did everything at ease. You could see as well that, He's probably not as confident with the ball at his feet. We went along with pretty much all our kickouts, which was a big change for us. But you know what? We're, we're able to adapt in different ways as well. You know, if you're someone like Dom who can hold the ball up up front, it, it, there's nothing wrong with mixing it and, and, and not doing the same thing all the time. So, um, yeah, no, fantastic performance. And look, he's getting he's getting another run this week with with Pickford being out injured. So. If he wasn't, again, I, I'd be saying that he deserve, he definitely deserves a run and decide to kind of to make that position his own or to make him the one who who needs to be kind of rotated out every every so often because he hasn't put a foot wrong in any of the games that he's came in really. Mm. Yeah, I think again, I, I know Carlo has spoken Gene, today about rotation, rotation, but uh, I, I think if the keeper is doing the subtle enough job. I think that's the one position maybe shouldn't be rotated. So, um, for me, I, listen, and quite a few others, uh, if Olsen does a job week in, week out, he should stay in there. Yeah, um, I honestly, I completely agree. Um, he pulled off, you know, obviously that double save or whatever. And then, obviously, his confidence then was probably sky high from that from for the rest of the game, which confidence, you know, he was 
talked so much about Pickford and it just, you know, a couple of weeks, it could be there. And then one week, you know, we might have a blunder and then it'll go again for another few weeks. So I just think at the goalkeeping uh, position, consistency is just the most important thing. And that's what Olsen offers. Yeah, I think uh, another thing with Pickford's journey is, uh, again, I don't want to turn this into a Pickford so, but once we're talking about the keepers, uh, Pickford's problem, I, I seem to think, is his concentration levels. He's just not fully, fully... He's, he's not turned on all the time. He, he goes missing, and then when he's called upon, it, like he can drop a ball or play a straight pass, but Alton just seems to be so much better at it. Yeah, I mean, goalkeeping is all about confidence. Uh, confidence in yourself, confidence from the defence, you as a goalkeeper as well. And I think concentration levels are, are 100%. If you're in and out of the game, the way Everton go to play, nine times out of ten, they've got more possession especially um, home. So if he just switches off for a minute, just seems to worry about what he's just done and instead of just getting on with it, you know, early mistakes probably get into that. That's probably why he's my college to be honest with you. Um, I think it's probably a, a good time that he's got injured, if you know what I mean, because Olsen is mm. there and captain that has done so far. Yeah, I think so. Like I said, I, I think as much as Carlo wants to rotate, I think the keeper, if somebody, whether it be Pickford or Olsen, if they're in form, I think they should stay. That's that's just my thinking of it. Uh, move on to, yeah, I think Dean mentioned Hogan and Max, you might be mixed up. I think Godfrey, Godfrey, Godfrey I think, was yeah, that's, yeah. Godfrey was absolutely outstanding once again, Richie. His, for a for a young lad of what is he, 22, 23, the, uh, he's just so assured on the ball. And isn't it we spoke about it before his pace is just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean he was a colossus. From from the very first minute, he kind of set the tempo for us as well. Leads kind of had a bit of attack down the right-hand side in the first minute. And you said, they're going to get in here. And he just kind of came in with a block kind of last la- last minute on it. And it just kind of sets everything is kind of, he's so tuned in. So, but he's pace, he's power, you know, that run that he did in the first half. He, brilliant tackle, you know, strength, the drive, ev- everything about him, you know, and he's just so assured for a fellow who's only after coming in, you said, Jesus, that's 20 million really, really well well spent because I don't think there was anyone or any of us expecting to get the level of performance that we're getting week in, week out. And even now, I suppose because he's, um, you know, he played centre half the other night, he's played left back. He just gives us so many options kind of going forward. You know, it's because if, if there's someone out, you know, that you know that he can slot in someplace and do a job. And look, we're, we're going to need that bit of versatility over the, the course of the, the rest of this season and going forward as well. But I, I thought it was such a good performance in his first game where he lined up in a two as well. You know, I think that's his position long-term for us. Um, whether he, whether he, he's there on on tomorrow night or what, I really don't know how, how he's going to kind of accommodate everybody. But yeah, I mean, on the level of performance that he's putting in week in, week out, I can't see how he's been left out of the side kind of going forward because... He's such a such a driving force, and it's you know having that bit of a bite in, in there as well. It's just mm. it's so good, and it just kind of keeps everybody on their toes. He's a talker, and yeah, I mean, just fantastic. You know, week in week out, but brilliant again on Wednesday night. Yeah, I think his versatility is is his main attribute. Then he can play anywhere across that back four. He really, really can. 
that's it. That's what I was going to say. He just he can slot in anywhere across across that defensive line, um, which is really important, especially when we had our two uh, fullbacks in in James Coleman and Luca Dina out due to injury. Uh, he came in and he was kind of just Carlo just said, right, you're playing here, and he's he just said, okay, yeah, Grant, a young lad of 22, <laughs> my age, um, he just has this leadership about him almost as it's lost for words really in, in terms of how, how well he's come into the side. Yeah. I think the good thing about him, Jerry, we spoke about it a couple of times. Like he has no problem about uh, like shouting players out and, and calling people. Like there was one match, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, where Kim is kind of drifting backwards and he called them back in line. <laughs> I said to myself, <laughs> you know, that's, that's for a young lad of 22. It's just, as someone said last night, he's like future captain material. 100%. Um, he came in uh, against Liverpool for his debut and, you know, didn't do an awful lot wrong, to be honest. He was a bit rough against uh, Campbell, mm. right back, and I was a bit, oh, I'm not so sure about this. But since then, like, count the number of mistakes he's made, probably got two fingers at point one hand, because he's just so assured, and it doesn't matter if he's right back, centre back, left back. For a, a young lad of 22 to be able to slot into the left back with a right foot and make it look easy, something you know, the 20 million definitely worth double that now. And I don't know what be worth it. but absolutely, uh, unassuming, quiet, talks when he needs to just get on with it. So, great pace, great stride, uh, absolutely fantastic. So, hats off to guys who got up from Norwich. Yeah, 100%. And like we said, Richie's probably nearly undroppable at this stage, but he can, he can go anywhere across that, that back four. Yeah, um, again, just 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 on him, on him, I suppose, having that versatility, it allowed us to kind of make that substitution later on to say, right, you know what, I'll bring on Michael Keane, you know, go a bit mm-hmm. kind of stronger in the middle, shove him out left back. You still have your pace, so you're stopping them getting down the line. And I mean, having just having that option of, you know, when he is so versatile and he's so consistent from, from what we've seen, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's a fantastic asset for us to have. Yeah. Someone else who... Sorry, Sorry Jay. Uh, he can also play centre mid if he needs it, you know, defence mid or whatever, so he's even an option there if things get really bad later on, he's, you know, they just slot in. You know, imagine him and Victoria or him and Alice beside each other, and he wouldn't wouldn't have any lack of confidence in that position either, but, you know, I'm talking just like four positions, I'm talking maybe five or six. Yeah. Mate, I said last week, wonder can he play in there? <laughs> uh, someone else we, we, we kind of slated, and rightly so, last week, uh, Richie, was Sigurdsson. Uh, he was absolutely dross against Newcastle, but uh, like we said, we need players to step up and show a reaction. He he showed a reaction the other night. I thought he was actually class the other night. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because I felt like we've had this kind of cycle of you know, slating him one week and coming back saying yeah. really good the next the, the next week. Similar, similar to Pickford. Yeah, and, and I mean, he, but he's one of those guys, you know, when he's bad, he can be really bad and he can just kind of drift out of games completely. Mm. But again, he was playing out of position the other night. I mean, I, for me, that's his position. He's playing kind of in behind off, off, yeah. off the striker, in a, you know, in the centre of the tree. But he, I mean, he, he pressed Phillips really well, you know, made sure that he wasn't dictating play. 
like he did against us at Goodison. You know, he worked really hard. You know, he got up and he supported Dom. He got back and he supported defence as well. Um, but yeah, a, a really good performance. And I thought, you know, it's hard to believe that it's the same man that, that was on the field on Saturday. You know, it, it really is because it's night and day. But it, it's work rate. And then it just suits him there as well, I think, because he can kind of, he can ramble a small, but he can make them think because he's so good on the ball. Whereas if he can get a bit of space, you know what he's capable of doing with the ball at his feet, you know. And, you know, Gotti, the, the run for the goal was really good as well. Kind of yeah. came, came in from behind too, you know, just saw the gap and, and went, you know, brilliant ball. But, you know, he still had to make that run and he did. But, yeah, I, th- I thought it was very good performance from him. Yeah, I think that's his best position for me, Dean. Uh, that number 10, if you want, just sitting in behind the lone striker. Just the frustrating things, we know he can he can perform the levels he did against Leeds, but he can just throw up stinkers like he did against Newcastle. Yeah, to be honest, I, I don't know really what it was against Newcastle. You know, could have been due to the amount of games that we were playing that he might have been tired or, you know, could put it down to this or that. But that number 10 role, you know, he, he does offer us a lot when you look at the whole picture. He can make those runs in behind if needs be, um, from which he scored the other night. A great little, you know, first-time finish as well um, across the keeper into the far post. Or else what he can do is uh, take those long shots as well, you know. So, mm-hmm. um if he's really on his game, you know, defenders could have a tough time, you know, do I stand off him and allow the allow the shot outside the box, which he's he's known for? Or, you know, since that goal, you know, will will defenders have to like look out for more things that he's capable of? Um, but it's just night and day. Some games he's on it, some games he isn't. Um so uh, you know he might he might have a stinker against against United and then we're slating him again next week, but hopefully that won't be the case. Um, so yeah, it's just it's a it's an odd one. Yeah, it's strange. Really, it's just I suppose it's similar to quite a few players in the team. It's just we know they can do it, but it's just getting it to do it consistently is the conundrum. Yeah, I mean we all know Gilfie's better as an offensive player than a defensive player because. Any time that he has to play centre-mid, has to be more defensive. That's where he struggles because he's sort of marked base. It's his attention to detail as a defensive player where he struggles. Put him up there as, 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 as number 10 or just off front two or as an attacking midfielder. That's the game. That's the that's, that's, that's the way he is. That's the way he's always been. Better offensive. So you know, if, if we can get him in that position, I'd rather see him there than you know, again, they were going to maybe talk about it later, but again, like this night and I, I think he would struggle as a more of a defense. Yeah, I think I could just get the best out of him, Rich. I just don't know. It's, it's like you said. But it's, if you, I, sorry, go if ahead. Have a happy, if you have a happy medium, like I said, like a colleague always says, like a six or a seven every week, where he just does his job, and but like he goes from. Got some eights to twos, <laughs> so we need a consistent level from him. But I think it's 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 making sure. I mean, if you know that you're going to get that that level of a performance playing in that position, you know, mm-hmm. is it a case that we 
use him when Hammers needs a break or whatever it is, like like it was, because maybe you can't afford to play the two of them in in, in the same team or you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's finding that balance kind of between it. Um, so, but look on, on performances like like that the other day, you you find places for him in the side if he's doing that consistently. So, yeah, just I think just think that's his best position because when we're seeing against Newcastle when he when he sits deep. Him and the Corey seem to just like fall over each other, and uh, they're kind of getting in each other's way all the time. So I think for the forward, if if like I said, I don't think him and Hamesh could play together without us losing something uh, back forward. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. think either of them. I, I don't think either of them are are, are going to be like sitters. Like unless you go to three again. Go back to four, yeah. you know, but mm. again, it's then, like you're taken away from one position to compensate in order to just a strange one. So, <laughs> oh, that's what Carlos getting paid big bucks for. Uh, somebody else, actually, Dean, who uh, I don't know what is going on with him uh, at the moment. Now, he's working very, very hard, and we said it every week. Um, but the signs of frustration from Richarlison is just uh, I don't know what's going on where it's lack of goals. Uh, Oh, he just doesn't look a happy chappy. No, uh, and you could see that when he was taken off, you know, the head down pretty much the whole way um, when he was walking off the pitch and then even onto the onto the, the bench, he just was in a sulk. Um, yeah, I think he just he just loves scoring goals. That's the type of player that he is. Um, I think you mentioned before that, you know, he really wants to... Uh, get into that Brazil squad as well to kind of break mm. through there. Um, that could be a goal of his. And then just not scoring is really getting him down. Um, you can see a few instances there. I think during the during the match, um, Dom was thrown goal where he could have played in. Uh, Richardson to to get a better shot off. You could you could argue, and like, I don't know maybe it's like. There's something there between Dom and Richardson where maybe they're not on the same page, or is it Carlo giving him giving Richardson instructions to kind of play more of a defensive role? So I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's a break a breakup uh, communication between Dom and Richardson, or if it's the orders that he's getting from Carlo to kind of play a certain way and in turn not getting as many goals. Yeah. Um. I think it could be as well the fans not being there. Like we all, we all chant his name. We all love him. So maybe he's not really getting that support from from the fans, and it's getting to him. Yeah, I think Chris said that last week actually, Jerry. That Richardson, he just seems to be one of these players who who feeds off the off the fans. Like like Dean and Chris said last week when he hears the song, it just gives him an extra ten or fifteen percent. I'm not saying he's 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 dropping in in work rate because. He's walking his absolute arse off every single week, but I just don't think he's enjoying having to do that role. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, I mean, looking at the top scores, like DCL has been on six, um, whereas last year, Rich probably would have had another three or four at this stage easily. Um, I think it is down to Thompson. Um, and because uh, Calvert Lewin is now more focused on scoring and, and taking chances. Not one that will pass the ball off to somebody else. You know, as, as we went through that time, the first half against Leeds, it was an easier ball to 
probably would have gone back the net. And, and again, mm. you know, stuff like that would have made uh, Charleston a bit more confident. I think it is a confident thing with him. I think, it's, I think it is with South America where they just they feed up crowd. And if, he, if his head isn't right, even though, he, as you say, he works off all the time, it just, I think he needs a couple of goals. Um, you know, the, the run of games that we have coming up, um, I think we're going to be sort of defensive against tonight, tonight, so he's going to have to work hard. Um, but we're not going to get too many chances. But all we need is I don't know, one, one off the backside or something, and it might just come up a bit. But until he, until he gets a couple of goals, I think that's, that's the last thing that he needs. Yeah, I think that's if he got like if he got two or three goals now, Rich, it's just the difference in him. And he's like you can see he's not happy. He's just like they said, he's just sulking around the place. And we said it a couple of weeks now. He's just not happy now whether scoring two or three goals will will help that, or maybe it's just the type of lad he is. I don't know, but there's something not right. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I'm yeah, hoping that I'm, I'm hoping that it's just a lack of goals. Yeah, I, I would think it's a lack of goals and probably frustration. I mean, the body la- language tells a completely different story because, yeah, <laughs> you know, you talk about he's wa- or losing his wallet or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked an awful lot worse than that <laughs> the other night when he coming off, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, his work rate doesn't drop. That's the, that, and that's, I think that's a positive to take from it. You know, I thought, I thought he, he actually played pretty well the other night. Um, and yeah, he probably should have been played in. And yeah, if he can get a goal, it it just means so much to him, I'd say, and just mm. take that weight off his shoulders that I suppose the longer it goes on, the more frustrating it gets for him, you know. And even being taken off, whether it's five or ten minutes left, it kind of seems to get to him too much, you know. And but look at the, the work rate that he put it puts in throughout the, the 85, 90 minutes where, where he is when when he is on the field is it's you know, it's it's hard to argue with it. So Look, it'll happen eventually where, where he'll get a break and hopefully, look, we have a tough run of games coming up and there's no better time to get it than against one of these teams because we're, we're going to need him kind of back on form pretty soon. Yeah, the worry for me, Rich, though, is that like if this continues and, and someone comes in in the summer, like he might he might want the bail. That's that's the worry for me, you know? Yeah, it's hard to know if, if it's that he's upset with the club or if he's upset with himself and he's just kind of, you know... Mm. If it's if it's if it's just his manner, you know, I think it's a different type of what would you call it? Sorry, body language compared to what we saw with Myers Keane, who didn't really seem kind of involved, and he just kind of had that kind of downbeat, you know, just be, before he went out on loan. Where you know, the, when when you see the work rate is still there, he's still putting in everything for the team. You know, mm. see him in the training videos and stuff. So I think it's just the frustration that he hasn't because he wants to be celebrating and he wants to be kind of celebrated with I think you know yeah. so look just hoping that we'll see a different different fella tomorrow night maybe he'll get a goal and, and that we can see it and put this to bed because he's not a, he, I, for me he, he's he's instrumental on us going forward moving forward you know and, and, and an integral part of what we do mm, yeah I think it's just like said a couple of times he's just missing the love of the fans and that <clears throat> that adoration he just <clears throat> excuse me just seems to thrive on it um, Dom Dean actually I know he scored the night and he's he's back on track now. Um, he, he I'm not gonna start slating him, but like he could have had a hat trick to the night to be honest. Like that that chance where now don't get me wrong, he absolutely bust a gut to get there. 
when when the core I broke and played him in, but uh, he just yeah, I don't want to be critical of him, but he just needs to be a little more clinical when he gets into these positions, especially from outside the box. Yeah, I think the same, you know, his when he gets forward and when he's going forward, he's going at that the back four. Um maybe his decision making isn't quite there or you know, he can't, I've seen a lot of criticism saying that he can't create his own chances, uh, which, which is a big one that people often point to. Um, and then looking at his, his goal, like all of his goals, well, most of them, 90% of them or something like that, have come from like inside the six-yard box. Um, but if we could get those chances where he's driving at the at the back four, you know, have a, have a little look around, see who's around him, um, make the make a decision, um, and then hopefully it leads to a, a better chance than it did maybe the other night, because uh, he kind of took it on his on his left. He kind of scuffed the shot, and it didn't really amount to anything. So I think maybe the decision making aspect of his game um, could improve there. But again, you know he's he's our top scorer, so yeah. you don't want to be taken away from the lad too much. As no, I'm not, I'm not being critical. Just just kind of nitpicking here. But the thing is, Jer, uh, Carlo alluded to earlier in the season that he wants him to be this like one touch finisher, like like I think he, he used Inzaghi as as a, a reference to, uh, and he has that in his game, but he doesn't have this. Uh, like he's not going to score a scream or some 40, 40 yards. You know, he's not he's not that type of striker. Um, but one of the one of the things he doesn't get that much help from the midfield. For me, yeah, I mean the way we play, uh, it sort of crossed from from near the byline. Also, the then so look, the only real one I can sort of remember from so far was the one that uh, he passed into him against West Ham in the League Cup, where uh, when the goalkeeper came out, and sort of made up his mind. He's, he's as I call it, he's a sniffer. He just needs to be like the pen from the penalty spot inwards. That's that's his area. That's that's where he's more clinical. Uh, but we, we haven't been giving him that service to be honest. So maybe that's uh, one of the reasons he's not 
And listen, he's 12 goals, that's come on. He's again, I don't want to criticize the top because 12 goals and, he, and he's gone like on a balance bell where he's six or seven games without a goal, so he's still, he's still up there. Yeah, I mean, he's six, 16 goals in all competitions, I think, and kind of just at the halfway point of the season. So, I mean, mm. it's very hard to find fault. Yes, he missed a couple of chances the other night, but look, if you're getting into those positions as well, it's maybe get, getting one, getting a bit of confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to take on a couple of more of these as opposed to turning back and, and laying it off and then trying to work into the middle. But, yeah, look... If you'd have told me at the start of the season that he hit twenty goals this season, I I I don't think I would have believed you. I didn't, I didn't think that he that he would. So I mean, look, it's progression, you know, that he's still very young and it's gonna take, you know, if if he's and he's still improving. So that's you know, if you can kind of keep building on it and, and improving different parts of his game. But I mean, look, he, he, for me, we didn't have someone for the last couple of years that clinical in 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 the box that can get those. You know, the ones that are just, oh, some it's scrapes past and you're saying, oh, if you had someone coming in, that now he's there, he's kind of Johnny on the spot and he's getting those. So, I mean, it's 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 a big improvement from, from previous seasons for him. So, look, it's, it's improving and it's, it's, it's very hard to be critical of him, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you're going to miss chances. That's, that, that's the bottom line. You're not going to get them all, but... Um, yeah, probably the second one, definitely the one in the second half that, that it should have tucked away. But look, it didn't cost us, so that's that's the bottom line. No, I'm not being critical. It's just uh, like the progression he's done. Like I think he's gone like six, eight, nine. Was he twelve now in, in the league? It's just, it's just, and listen, he's only twenty three. That's the thing. Like he has so much more learning and improvement. Oh, I just think to complement that, we, we need to uh, get someone else up, up beside him. I don't think he's a uh, he's a lone striker player. I think he's more happy with someone like, like the other night where Gilfie was kind of close to him, where he can lay a ball off rather than have to come. Like he loses his game when he comes deep looking for a ball. So I think we need to complement his game by, by getting someone up there as quickly as possible. Whether it be Awalby, Richardson, Sigurdsson, somebody. But listen, 12 goals, that's, can't, can't sniff for that. Right, we'll leave that. Uh, Newcastle, any more points you want to make on the Newcastle game for we, or the Leeds game before we move on? Just uh, Gomez for me, I thought was excellent. One of his best, yeah. games, one of his best games in a long time. Uh, just seemed a lot more mobile, more comfortable on the ball, and just the way he carried it forward as well. Just, I suppose, we've kind of seen snippets in the last couple of weeks of him getting back, you know, and I thought that the performance on Wednesday night was as good as we've seen in a long time. So you're just kind of hoping that it's bubbling under the surface and it's not a, it's, it's, it's not too far away to get him back to his best because, no, he, he clearly hasn't been at it in the last couple of months. So it was, it was great to see him kind of, I suppose, having that confidence, you know, looking a lot more assured on the ball with his passing because when he's in possession, that's kind of when he's at his best as well. And you know, just looked an awful lot more assured on the ball for whatever reason the other night. And yeah, it was it was really, really pleasing. Yeah, I think similar to Hamas, then when, when Gomez is on the ball, it just seems everything just seems to be a little bit slow motion. And uh, no, it's not a Christmas. I mean, he makes it look so easy. That's the, the point they're trying to make. So uh, just kind of if we can get him back to his the levels, we know he can play at. That, that's going to be like one of the things we need. Him at a full time. 
Yeah, he's really starting to come back into uh, into the, the Gomez that we know and love from from before the the unfortunate injury. Um, but yeah, he's he's really starting to get back into into things, um, especially with the likes of Hammers around him. Um, he's he's a he's a really creative player. And another point I wanted to make was. Um, you mentioned earlier about Gilfie that he's not really suited to dropping into that deeper role. Hmm. Um, I think the um, game where Decore was suspended for the yellow cards, um, Gomez was had to had to drop into that role, and he he really took to it. Um, he really played well, and um, long may continue. Yeah, I think that that position we spoke about, Jerry, just sitting in front of the back four. Just when everybody's fit, that's Alan's position. It, it, it just it is. But I think it's a flip between Davis or Gomez to fill in when Alan isn't there. Yeah, I think I think um, Gomez definitely like quarterback where he can see across 30, 40 yards right on the bottom of somebody. Um, and you have confidence to do that where you wouldn't have Davis or Davis would be more defensive minded. So it, it really all depends on who you're playing. Or whether you're home or away, definitely if you need something to happen, then you would pick Gomez every day. But if you want something to defend, you'd probably pick Dave. So that depends on who you're playing and where you're playing. Yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, that's Alan's position, Rich. But I think until he comes back, we might not again. I know he's out again. The uh, Batman, that seems to be actually. A bit more long term than Carlos actually letting on. It just seems to be public setbacks there, but he's not coming out and actually saying what it is. Yeah, I mean it's kind of mixed messages because it was only I think it was only last week he said that he'd be back with the team this week. And now he's mm. training on his own and stuff. So again, we're not getting a whole pile of information on it. But mm. yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of hard to kind of even consider him at this stage until. Yeah back training with the team and we know that he's in contention because we really don't know enough about what's going on, whether he's picked up another knock or whatever. So it's a strange one, you know, because, you know, we've seen him kind of training in France or wherever he was months ago and he was back at Finch Farm and uh, yeah, so I, I really don't know what's going on, but look for his own sake, you just be hoping that he be that he's not after picking up another knock and, and that he's and he's and that he'd be back soon. Yeah, he could, I think he's written off for this season, to be honest. I, I, don't, I don't think we'll see him. Yeah, see him this season. I don't think we should be pinning our hopes on, on getting back and having a, a fella in full flight after missing nearly two years of, of football. So. Yeah. Uh, I spoke earlier, Rich, actually, about the rotation, rotation. And Carlo has said, he said it today in the press conference, that uh, players are just going to have to like suck it up and get used to it. This, this is what he's going to do now. Uh, and it, sometimes it might not be down to form. Could be just down to uh, someone needs a rest. Like we know, someone like Hamez isn't going to play every single week. Uh, so that's just going to have to get used to this rotation, Richie. So I presume Hamez will come back in for United. I, I would think so, yeah. But mm. on just on the rotation, I think yeah. I mean that's why you have a squad. You know, if you look yeah. at the if you look at the next two weeks and you look at the games we have. You know, Spurs Wednesday, Fulham the weekend, City the weekend, or City midweek, and then Liverpool the week. The week. There's just so many games ticking fast, and you got to manage kind of not just the game, but kind of 
you know, you talk about, oh, the next game is the most important, but you got to say, right, you know, that if the body is kind of coming to a certain point where it's on edge, you know, you don't want it breaking down. So you really have to manage kind of each individual as well and know what they're capable of and kind of look at it, where can we afford to give fellas a rest and to use the balance of, of the squad. So that's why he's getting paid the big money because he can make those calls about who to leave out because we would just pick, yeah, here's the, here's the best 11 kind of week in, week out. And it's not that simple because there's, mm. there's, there's so many there's so many more factors in, involved in it. Um, and I suppose that's, you know, we've been talking about it. Is the squad strong enough with what we have? You know, having, having the option of King on the bench, it just gives something different now kind of going forward. And, you know, St. Delph is back. So we have a couple of more bodies in midfield now as well. And then with the versatility of Godfrey, um, at the back as well you know we seem to be in pretty good shape at present but a couple of injuries can change all that as well so you know it's it that, that, that that's football I suppose right you don't know what's around the corner but yeah I, I would expect Hamas to come back in for this um, af- after a break you, you'd expect him to get a bit more time on the ball as well than he would have at Leeds so it kind of, it kind of <laughs> sh- should suit him sorry dog is kind of a crazy here beside me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think the good thing for me actually, Dean, is that when uh, players are uh, not dropped, I think rested is, is kind of the, the point now. Um, that there's no one, no one right trying to do me out of pram. The, the players are kind of happy enough to to go with this rotation that Carlo said. He's like he said from the start, he's done it everywhere he's he's gone. He's not going to change his his way of thinking now. So, but the good thing for me is that there's no players like trying to do me out of pram. Maybe Richardson is when he gets soaked, but. Uh, when when you don't play, there's no there's no trouble in the camp. Look, I think the players know themselves more this season more than any season with the with the volume of games that you know they're not going to be playing every single game, so that there there is going to be that rotation. Um, and I think maybe he's Carlos built that into the team where he's sat them down and said, "Look, lads, the amount of games that we have." We're not going to be. You're not going to be playing every week, but um, just understand that you know we need to. We need to have this rotation, and we need the players to come in and do a job. Whether it be you know, as we talked about, um, Andre Gomez coming in, or uh, Godfrey slotting in anywhere across the back four. So I think the the players do understand that uh, quite well, and that's why we're not seeing anyone kind of being annoyed by it or getting agitated so I think it's a positive thing yeah I think so Jerry. Um, just on the changes now for uh, tomorrow night Jerry I suppose Hamez will come back in but the good thing is for who does he come in for that's, that's uh, because uh, I don't think anyone deserves to be dropped from the other night uh, I'm not going to start slating the result against Leeds but who, who does he come in for that's the conundrum now Jerry. yeah I mean it- I suppose if you think about it, you know, five games, 50, whether we want them to be rotated or not, I think they would have to be. I mean, if anybody, maybe it will be, I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, the way things are at the moment, it's interesting that against yeah, Newcastle, we had only six outfield subs, that the goalies would only eight out of nine subs. Uh, this is so, you know, it's good that people are getting back. And it's this time of year where you either push on because you've got the squad or you just sit back out to the table because. I think everybody, uh, every position, I think there's, there's probably two or three people that can get 
in there if they need to. So, you know, if you like bring the likes of Thomas in again, like there for the killer such as opposed to Kobe or you know, might not doesn't instill confidence uh, dribbling most of the time where he's more of a workhorse and more defensive minded better than Thomas obviously. But yeah, I mean I don't think we're gonna to get too many chances tonight. Therefore you need to take a lot and have Hampton inside better than yeah, I think, I think, I think you know, it's, listen, we played, you know, it's already this season, which and, and I know they scored late on, but we, we weren't really in the games, to be honest, um, especially the one in the, in the Carabao Cup, right, at this point, me more than the actual league one. But um, I don't, like Jerry said, I don't think we're going to get too many chances. So uh, it might be just a case of having Hamez in there to just make that killer pass. Yeah, I mean it'll be it'll be similar setup where we'll kind of concede possession, let them have it, and kind of mm. try, try to defend deep and which, catch. Which seems which seems to suit us actually playing that way. It does, yeah. I mean, look, we've we've seen it against top sides already this season, and this, this definitely isn't a game to be changing it when we can't break down Newcastle, go, go on attack, and we're mm. certainly not going to be breaking down United, and leaving ourselves wide open because of the pace that they have up front. I mean, the two games and even. I think towards the end of last season, Fernandez has caused us so many, so many problems yeah. that you know, he's definitely someone that we have to kind of be aware of. Whether it's uh, for me, I'd be looking at putting Tom Davis and just kind of sitting into that space in the middle, making sure that he's not kind of controlling the game from there. Um, but yeah, just the pace they have then with say Greenwood, Martial, Rashford, you know, they've got a lot of options there. So, I mean. The, the, the low block seems to seems to suit us but yeah I mean if, if Hamas is there he, he's the option he can hold the ball up allow us to get kind of players forward as well whereas if you're saying that Decorah can get up and support Richard, if you're saying Richardson and Awobi will be in a, in a wide positions or if it's King that's there that they have the work rate that they'll be able to get back and also to get forward and that's going to, what, what's going to be needed because you know it'll be similar to what, to what we've seen in the, in, in the last couple of months and that's the, that's the right way to set up for me yeah, I think uh, we, we've said it before, especially going into the Leeds game, Dean, that like, we'll have to work our arse off. And I think it's going to be similar now, especially the midfield, because we're going to have to put a, put a tag on, on Fernandez. Uh, he, just, he just seems to make everything tick for them. Yeah, he's, he's really adapted to, uh, to English football. We've seen the last kind of year that he's been with United he just he just makes things work for them um he's just one of the one of the top playmakers in the league you know so many assists um which which we saw against against us in the in our home fixture but uh not only that I mean you saw you know I don't want to go too deep into the into the Southampton result because I think it was just a bit of an outlier I think you know, Southampton had one of those days, you know, they get an early sending off to head drop and then they get an, another sending off down to nine men. Mm-hmm. But they have a lot of goal scorers at their disposal. You know, there was, I think, out of those nine goals, there was uh, eight players that scored. Well, one was seven United players. One was an own goal. So you have the likes, you know, Martial, Rashford, um, Fernandez, Cavani, McTominay, so all of these players we're we're going to need to try and have a game plan for, um. So it's going to be it's going to be a hard day's work for the for the back line, I think. 
Uh, I think, to be honest, Jerry, this back line, uh, nine times out of ten this season, have been solid as a rock, and they're just going to have to do it once more. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not pretty to watch, but at the end of the day, don't, don't care. You know, uh, if we could put in sort of plays that we have been doing, but might have people dreaming, so why would it not be more offensive? More offensive? But, I mean, their confidence there is defensive unit. They don't compete very enough. I think the longer it goes on, the more we to get to find nice Test the squad now over the next few weeks, Richie, which is, is not just the, the games coming thick and fast, it's the quality of the opposition. Like we've, like, I know, sports and the cup, we then that city game, which is actually a joke being put on like three days before the Mercedes Derby. I just, I just, I just don't get it. If, if it was the other way around, if Liverpool had to play city three days before the Derby, Mr. Klopp would be losing a couple of his shiny teeth, but we'll. But uh, listen, that's what the squad is for, like you mentioned earlier, Rich. Um, we're going to yeah. need every single one of them now over the next two and a half weeks. Yeah, and I mean, even if you say starting tomorrow night, I think the the work rate and the, the effort that we exerted on Wednesday night, as opposed to what United had to put in against Southampton, there's drastic levels there, you know. So I think we mm. will quite a bit of rotation, you know, because bodies are going to be tired after that. That was tough, you know. There was a lot of chasing going on in the in the in the second half, like when they were on top of us as well. And it takes a lot out of the body, and it's just kind of. But that's look, that's that that's what we have ahead of us for the next couple of weeks. So, um, yes, it's sort of squad will will be utilized, and it's. But then for me, I uh, I like to see it utilized because it keeps people involved. It keeps them kind of on their toes. They know that they're yeah. they're part of it, and that they will get their turn. And when they step up, that you know. If it's a thing that you're playing well, that, that, that you got a chance of staying in the team, and that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be like a, a closed door to the top eleven, and, and after that you mm-hmm. forget about it. Um, but yeah, for me it'll be it'll, it'll be a tough day at the office. You know, um, United they're 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 obviously using confidence after that, but um, you know the, the I suppose they've come on an awful lot this season as well. But for me, the the, the one kind of chance. Or negative kind of on their on the on their season has been, I suppose, when they've played the the so-called kind of top teams. You know that they've they've kind of reverted a small bit. They haven't beaten any of them in the league. You know, um, Liverpool in the league, Arsenal, Leicester, Chelsea, City. They haven't beaten any of them. So whether that's kind of a mental thing that they're struggling to get over, and uh, you know because maybe that we're kind of still hanging on the coattails. That if we can kind of go there and be brave without being stupid and all out attack, you know, but put it up to him. Maybe we can kind of make him kind of second guess and say, you know what, we, we've got to be careful here. And that they, and, they, and they, look, we, we will get a couple of chances, whether it's from set pieces or whether it's kind of things in the break and we just need to be clinical when we do get them. Yeah. 
think so. Just just keep it actually so, so tight, which we have been doing this season at the back. And then when we get like a free kick or a corner, just, just capitalise and take it and just... I just hope the United who turned up against Sheffield United turned up and not the ones who turned up against Southampton. So, all right, we're going to predictions then for the uh, United game. I think we haven't got ones from Colly and Re- uh, Chris, but we'll get them in a while. So, Rich, predictions? Um, yeah, look, I said it'll be a tough game. Um, I, I, I can't see us winning it. I'm going to go one all. One all. Okie dokie. Do you know? Um, I think with the attacking prowess that they have and our ability to counter um, I'll go um, two all I, I think we'll be I think I'll be happy with with a draw um, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah I think I think two all okay excited two all for you know Jerry yeah again would I be negative I think Richie here I think probably one one probably the best hope for um, and it really does depend on the first 20 minutes hold on what confidence and the more we frustrate them, the better it will be for us to get fresh and then hope for a corner or for a gig or something to get in there. Um, I'm confident in it to score, but it's just a minute uh, with Oldman goals. Fingers crossed, 1 1. Obviously, it'll be a win, but 1 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think well, Pickford's out injured, and so Alton's in there. I think that could that could really be the, the difference. So uh, I'm just going to go for it. Horrible scabby one nil win for us. Uh, I just think if we just need to keep it so so tight at the back because like like you said, the the goals all across that front line and midfield. So but in saying that I I still think we'll just keep it tight and get out of there with a one nil win. Just to, just on Joy, how well we've been defending, you know, you said that we'll concede possession and but Bar that spell in the second half where Leeds had the three attempts or also made the three, the triple save and the one just after. They're the only attempts that they had on target in, in the second half when they had all the possession. And we seem to have done that really well in games where we've kind of defended deep, but we haven't conceded kind of spaces to, to create, to, to concede shot bar, the one, the one against Leicester where I took it where, where it was an error. So, I mean, we seem to be able to kind of do it. So, you know, if we can get something to hang on to early doors, hopefully you'll be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, like I said, we, we seem to like to, uh, to allow teams have that ball, but I think you have to marry that with a little bit of intent when you have it, like to get out of there and attack, like we did, similar to like that one. They were all, these were all over us at one stage, and we broke with the call, like Leon, and like he didn't score, but we need to kind of do that similar again. Yeah, so listen, here's hoping for the win. Yes, lads, thanks very much for that, Dino. Thank you very much for joining us. Substitute and Jerry, thank you very much. I know there's a couple of little sound issues, Jerry, so we'll, uh, we'll sort that out. So uh, thanks, lads, for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, Rich, thanks again, man. No problem. So talk to us next week, boys. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Talk to you later, boys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club, just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website www.irish-toffees.com. Up the toffees.